This is a mellow beat. Wait, oh, but I shake the room. So we are here with episode 10. We have yet to be canceled, despite Evan's tweets. Um, we, we have made it into week two of college football, and we have our brand new member to the team, Auburn great Pablo. Let's go. Episode. What up, brothers? I know why he's from like, soundboard. the real virtual. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to space the soundboard back for teasing. <laughs> uh, no soundboard. No soundboard, man. No soundboard. We don't need that. Pablo, anything I, you'd like to say I applaud, before we get started? Yeah. No, I, I applaud this diverse cast because um, anytime you need a tall, handsome white guy's opinion on college football, <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to hop right into week one, which was a great week. I don't know if it was a great week of football. I was just starving for football. I think of right now I'm just like literally starving because I watched like almost every team I feel like. And like I'm texting y'all, I'm like, hey, I'm watching a random Oklahoma oh. game or Tennessee. You've been so talking about Tennessee all week. <laughs> Tennessee is him before we get started. I want to make sure that everybody knows I Tennessee. I can't believe you bought into these lies when they played Bethune Cookman or whoever the fuck they were playing, bro. <laughs> they played Ball State. <laughs> it was a legit program. I'm very nervous for everything. Hey, 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 hold on, Teach. Where where is where is Ball State located? Oh, oh I'm definitely not answering any more of these. <laughs> I need you to guess. I need you to venture a guess. Just guess, Teach. I gotta hear. Uh, Ball State. What state would be the Ball State? Ball State. That doesn't even make sense. What does Ball State even mean? It's Ball's Taint. See, Ball's Taint. And now you see who says the certain tweets. I comments like that. <laughs> where is Ball State? Honestly, where is Muncie, it? Indiana? Yeah, Indiana? Indiana. That was not going to be yeah. my guess. So I'm glad I did not. I was going to say like New York or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so who, do, yeah. who who's getting the slander first from week one? Because there are a lot of candidates. Just over the floor. Whoever yeah, wants to go. Let's talk I wanna, about LSU, Florida State. I want to yes. open up with that because that's, I mean, that's where I want to be the bulk of this conversation. That was probably the they best game of the weekend. Stink. They both like, nobody, stink. Those nobody teams wanted to win that games. game. Like, you know, like, I mean, it's great. It's really, I, you know, what I was thinking about with that game, the only two bright spots from that game was that the quarterbacks played pretty well, right? Like, I think that's the only bright mm-hmm. spot. Like, what the, 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 yeah. the, I can't remember what the Florida State kid's name, but Jaden Daniels and Travis. I can't remember what his name Benjamin. is. Benjamin. Travis, Travis something. That's definitely not Travis Benjamin. Yeah, That's so the wide receiver brother. First time we're going to see Travis. Travis, like, is it Travis is Scott? No, no, it's not Travis. <laughs> it's I, think Travis, Travis I think Travis is his last name. That's why we're confused. Um, well, yeah, but anyway, like, I thought the quarterbacks played pretty darn. Jordan Travis, there it is. There it um, is. Yeah, I thought the quarterbacks played pretty well. But besides that, like, it was, it was a poor game man it's weird to see like lsu struggling at the corner position it's weird to see them like not dominating the defensive line of scrimmage like it was weird to see lsu like struggling that much i think down the road this is very much going to be one of those uh texas notre dame texas is back kind of games where florida state might have won it but 
I don't know okay, that it's so that I big of a deal. Say all of that, but honestly, <laughs> I mean, Huey, who we had in our at the game spaces, who did a great job at the game spaces, was so much fun. I hated it wasn't recorded. <laughs> it was chaotic as hell. But Huey, hey, is good for Huey. Running, he's running around like me and Tej were at the Texas Notre Dame, and I wanted to be like Huey, brother. Please, <laughs> I can see the future, it. Huey. Don't do it. <laughs> like, I look back at my Facebook memories, and this is the epic game where String is in my DMs whining because oh, I was so hurting. nervous about Texas. But, Ooh, like, my Facebook hurting. status every day is just me talking shit. And I'm like, bro, if, if only I knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like in this game, you know, we, we, were, t- we were talking about uh, – I'm not switching topics yet, but we were talking about Georgia. We were saying that sometimes you watch a team – and they just got guys, and they just got guys that pop up off the screen. Even, even if you're watching the game halfway, you've got three other games on, some guys will just pop off your screen. And we're used to LSU having certain dudes, especially on defense, that pop off the screen. And I will give them some credit that they lost what was supposed to be their best defensive lineman who got hurt celebrating, which is a yeah. horrible way to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, he, didn't ACL. Anything, he didn't even do anything crazy either. No, he was just jumping up and down, but he didn't do like a crazy yeah. dance or nothing. Towards ACL, so obviously that like is a obviously a very shitty thing to happen. But there was no one else on that defense that popped for me in terms of like, oh, this guy is going to be a pro, or this guy is just better than whoever he's lined up against. And seeing Florida State versus LSU, especially in the state that Florida State's been in, it was just weird that I didn't see those guys on that LSU defense. I was very disappointed with their defense, and I didn't think Florida State was doing anything. Super magical. Obviously, they had the cool fleet flicker play, but that's not supposed to work against an SEC corner, let alone a corner from LSU. That's not supposed to happen. So yeah. I'm glad you brought up this one point because I totally missed it. I had no clue that the star chief of Salama got hurt celebrating. Yeah. Yep. They Mason Smith. Mason yep. Smith was a yeah, he was gonna be a first round draft pick the whole nine, and he was celebrating a play, and I think he just barely jumped. Yep. And he just came down, and you just kind of immediately knew that something was that that he was done at that point. So it was a, it was a sad deal. That's so awful. Like I wonder what has to go happen. through your mind. Well, like you don't see that happen anywhere outside yeah. of people celebrating on football fields, like people tearing their ACL like in that fashion. Yeah, you don't see that. Just like a random dude on the street takes a step wrong yeah. and toward ACL. Like he's yeah. he takes a step okay. wrong and you hurt your ankle. So, you tear your ACL. I don't know. I think if we like somehow had the actual research behind this, people are getting fucked up in their regular life every day. Like there's somebody <laughs> like doing a, a paper toss into a basket and trip off something. It's like their whole they're out nine months. <laughs> I mean, one, one of us is going to like sneeze wrong tomorrow and tear an ACL. <laughs> like I guarantee you it is happening out here every day. Now that like the older I've gotten, I always like, you know, how you like when you're young, you almost fall and you're like, oh, I catch myself. And then, and like, now you start to fall. You're like, whoa, that was kind of a close call. Like, I was almost <laughs> on the ground yet. So, I'm telling yeah. you, this is happening. People are getting injured. And we're, our thoughts are with you at a Slender You podcast. If you're out there just randomly getting hurt, we, we wish you the best. You, you Looking know, back at this game, though, I've never, and I feel like I've watched a lot of college football, I've never seen that ending that damn chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. dumb as hell. Because like, like you entire, have like entire thing was dumb. Like the ending was dumb. Like I mean, how many special teams errors did LSU have? Nasty. They had like, two muffed punts, a missed, a, a blocked field goal, and then the blocked special, blocked and, and then the blocked extra point too. Yep. 
So it's like you think about like all the classic endings and like they're always like a one play. You don't see like a series of random crazy stuff happening. Like you have what is it? They're running through the band situation or then you have like the Hail Mary with Flutie. You have I mean, even I don't know if you would count Vince Young's walk off, but like you have so many games that were one play. But this was literally stupid play. (laughs) Come down, stupid play. Try to feel, do something stupid, end completely stupid <laughs> in two minutes. Yep. They had to go 99 yards in two minutes and somehow managed to do that. And, they and then you lose it. on the extra point. That's insane. Nasty. That's insane. And it's, it's, yeah. we also got a good, Norvell, obviously a good win for Norvell, who needs all the good graces that he can get. But they had a chance to salt that game away and go up two touchdowns. And he runs a toss play on third down on the goal line which was fumbled. That's one of the all-time dumbest things I've ever seen yep. in a college football game. It was awful. It was completely awful. Yeah. 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 Like, and against, like, LSU of all teams, like, LSU, I was, for, for some reason, like, it was late, and I couldn't remember. I thought it was LSU that ran that toss play and fumbled, but then I went back and looked at Florida State. LSU got famous off that toss play, man. That was one of their, like, bread-and-butter plays under Les mm-hmm. Miles and under Edo. Is that just, like, a, a quick toss play, and they will just go right up the field for, like, 10, 15, 20 yards <laughs> – I don't, I don't know why you do that at the goal line, though. Why, like, well, I know I feel like that's going to lead into our later segment, but I have so many thoughts on that. But we'll leave it at where it is for now. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that wasn't even the craziest ending to a game this week. That North nope. Carolina game got got hammered drunk in the last six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what? The- it, it, it included an onside kick that they took back for a touchdown. <laughs> That had he just fallen down, they could have the game was over. Yeah. So no, because I was I bet on that game, right? So I was so excited because I was going through my ways with cussing Mac Brown out and praising Mac Brown. So like when they ran the kickback, I was like, thank God we covered. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? And next thing you know, it's overtime. I'm like, you got it. You know what happened? Gene Chizik happened. He unretired, took his job, and they gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter. That is. Gene Chizik came back from retirement to do that. I've never seen a 40-point fourth quarter before. You can't even do that on video games. That's insane. Uh, and, like, <laughs> what, like Ball State was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. And they needed a 40-point fourth quarter just to make it a close game. Like, something's <laughs> off there. Yep. 40-point like, fourth with, quarter, with, man. But with Matt Brown in general, this North Carolina squad isn't – at all yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Not he good. recruited really yeah. well when he first took this job, so I thought the progression would be better than what it is right now. But right now, it's looking very much Mac Brown in the Texas era. Like, yeah, that yeah, team is awful. Now, but fam, you had them in hell in the first half with about four yeah. linemen, um, and now App State scored about ninety-seven bajillion points on them. That UNC defense is going to get completely shredded, tour. and the offense obviously did its thing in both of those games. But that defense. Is going to be the worst defense or one of the worst defenses in the country. So uh, it's not looking great for the Gene Chizik uh, supporters out there. Yeah, I mean, Gene Chizik was just it was just an odd hire. Like that was a, that was a weird hire. Max like, guy, like Matt's Max guy for sure. You know, like oh, I guess he's gone. Like I feel like they I feel like they could have done better. And that was I think we talked about this in the chat. But like, there's dudes like Gene Chizik. There's dudes like Muschamp. There's these guys like. I mean, even John Chavis, to an extent, there were elite guys 10, 12 years ago that have just kind of fallen off. And maybe the game has changed or something like that. But, uh, um, yeah, it's it's a 
I don't know, man. That, that, that North Carolina, like you said, North Carolina is not at all what I thought they would be either. Is there going to so, be any sort of competition for the ACC championship outside of Clemson? Who isn't? Yeah, I think, awesome? you, I think you'll see something. Syracuse look all right. So this is again me, <laughs> <laughs> me completely gambling and watching people. <laughs> no, no, no. This is me watching so many games this week. Syracuse look impressive. I think I don't know if they win the ACC. The, I think you got the wrong takeaway from that game. I think the takeaway is that Louisville team is atrocious. Syracuse ran them out of the building, and that is a Louisville team that currently has the number one halfback in the nation committed to them for next year. Are they going to be able to keep that recruitment and keep no. that? They were surprised that he was going there anyway. When they that, that team is going to be there. really bad. Really no, bad. They, they, number one overall recruits if they underperform? Ever <laughs> what? What was I don't want to hear, this. I don't do hear teams, this, bro. Do teams lose like really, really good recruits if they don't perform well? Like I have no comment on that issue. Yes, sometimes programs have a really hard time recruiting linemen, and then they recruit the greatest left tackle to ever grace the field. And <laughs> turn that up. Turn that up. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got to see him with my own eyes, and you guys may have something with that Banks guy, brothers. Right? I'm telling you, he's good, he is man. Special. He's, he's going to be in hell Saturday. Bro. He is going to be, be in hell Saturday. But it's okay. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> But it, yes, it is absolutely. Look, when he almost got hurt. I was like, "Oh God, no! This, this can't happen." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I, I, I don't deserve this curse." I, uh, I saw something I on PF. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Evan. Oh no, I was just gonna say I didn't. So I went to the Texas game this last weekend, and I didn't expect to like learn anything or like have anything confirmed or denied about the season. But every time Bijan got the ball, he was literally like one shoestring away from scoring, <laughs> like eight times out of ten. Every time he got the ball, it was crazy. I, I told somebody that good in, in I, person before. It's such a hard comp for him. And people say Barry Sanders, but for me, I didn't really see Barry Sanders like that. Like, yeah, I watched YouTube, but it's not somebody that I actually watched or remember. Yeah. And like for Reggie Bush, I feel like he's not a good comp because Reggie Bush no. was totally different. It was so electric and explosive, but it wasn't like as shifty. Vision yeah. looks like he's super slow and then he's just like magically contorts his body and he's gone. I'm like, what? Like, is that, he's is that also, real? He, He's also like I, I wouldn't. I, I remember watching uh, watching those guys. I will say he's much more powerful than either one of them too. Like the dude is big. Yeah, he's not. Big. He's not a small. Like he's not a Reggie Bush kind of small back. Even Barry Sanders, he wasn't a small guy, but he was a. You know, I guess you would probably think of him as kind of a scat back. You wouldn't think of him as a power guy, but like Bijan's got that power to him. Lord Jesus, let the power be with us Saturday. No, no what I was going to say about <laughs> what I was going to say about about Banks was that like PFF put out something. It was like they put it out with like, their graphics and stuff like that. They're like Calvin Banks ranked the highest out of all the Texas linemen. And I'm just like, well, of course he fucking did. All the rest of the linemen are cheap. Like, <laughs> hey, I mean, this guy is good. Like, I mean, of course true, he's but... your best lineman. Like, yeah, of course that makes sense. You know. So not to get too deep in this, because again, we want to focus on week one. But y'all remember, like I told y'all, when they posted like those scores of the freshmen. And every new guy was like a thousand times faster and better, more athletic. And I was like, this this is the sign that <laughs> these kids we have recruited have been terrible. And like the other guy that we started is a right guard that was on Hudson. He was he played really good. And I'm like, yeah. you shouldn't in an ideal hell. world, no true freshman comes and takes your spot unless they are God's gift to football. And yep. things could be that, but again, it just shouldn't happen. But yeah. that's where we are. Going back to week one, I think we also have to touch on Notre Dame, Ohio State, which is a game I watched, but I'm going to be honest with you, it wasn't on the forefront. I had it up in the corner, but it was like, who cares? It's, it just wasn't that entertaining to me. It's time to criticize Ryan Day here. 
Now, I will give them some credit. They lost uh, Smith and Jobu, who might be the best wide receiver in the nation, or definitely one of them. Uh, they lost him. He got hurt. So I understand that the offense was a bit limited. And I also understand that maybe the Notre Dame defense is good. We don't. We have no reason to think that the Notre Dame defense is bad by the way that they played. However, uh, Ryan Day just refused to run the ball, and this is after he lost his best receiver. They just refused to run the ball. The only reason that this game remained close for three quarters is because Ohio State just said, no, we're just going to keep throwing the ball. They put way too much pressure on Stroud to just throw the ball every fucking down, and it was a really weird game plan once you lose your best receiver and once they started running the ball at the end they started to run the clock out and also score more touchdowns because they were balanced and then Notre Dame had to actually guess at the line of scrimmage and it changed everything but it was just I, I was like y'all I was in and out of that game but every time I would watch for a drive I was mostly watching Ohio State's offense and not Notre Dame's offense because I know their offense is swaggerless no disrespect to uh black head coach but I know Notre Dame offense is swaggerless so I was watching Ohio State and I was like Yo, they're just going three and out and throwing and throwing three times, like drive after drive after drive. And once they started running the ball, it was kind of clear that Notre Dame couldn't really compete. But props on Notre Dame because I definitely thought they were going to get smoked like everybody else did, and they didn't. Yeah. They lost. You said everybody else that, that that wasn't correct because Evan and I would like for everybody to hear this. I don't know if Evan wants to apologize on the pod to me, but I have swayed him and I talked to him about betting the way that he needed to go. Evan, I told you this was a lock. Remember? Did they cover? Yes, it was seventeen. Evan is you're muted. muted. You're Evan, muted. muted. <laughs> my you my can't mic's, hear <laughs> my mic stand turns my mic off if I turn it too far. It happened last week with Matt, and we lost twenty minutes of recording. Uh, uh, so there's there's I, only room for one white guy to have a mic active at one time. That's what it is. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Uh, no, really. I'm you know? I'm following I'm following Blah Bet for Bet this week, and I think I think it's going to be good for me. So wait, um, if he bet if he takes Texas to cover, you taking Texas to cover this uh, week as well? Rule number one: Go back to the last episode. <laughs> what did you say, Evan? Don't bet on your team. You never bet on your own team. <laughs> Not on your own team. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Like, it seems like Ohio State, like especially after the way they started last year too, like at losing to Oregon early. Oh, that's right. One of those teams they that, mm. Yeah, they might be one of those teams that just needs to get better as the season goes on. I think, like, I guess the big question for me right now is again, like, I really, really want this head coach at Notre Dame. I really want Marcus Freeman to be successful, man. But right now, <laughs> he ain't show me much other than recruiting, dude. Like, you got that Oklahoma State loss last year. You got this loss this year. Mm. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, Jim Knowles has him in hell. And we Jim know Knowles about recruiting. Too. Recruiting is such a momentum thing. So, like, he he had a lot of momentum in all season. And granted, he's a new hire, and new hires always have, like, that one year that it doesn't matter yeah, what they the hell the you do. Like, yeah. Look, Sark was 5-7, and seven, and don't make a joke. But literally, we got whoever the hell we wanted. <laughs> yeah. So, but like momentum still will hurt that program when it comes to really top kids, and they have some kids that are really good. So like he's going to have to turn it around and turn it around quick. But mm-hmm. they're Notre Dame, so they play like random homeless men off yeah. the street. So it'd be. Fun. I think they have one more ranked game this year, and it's like the last week of the season. Um, Blah, do you I, think I don't it's going to be how much of a leash he's going to get? That's right. Um, he is coming. Last, so last you're right. Was, you yeah, say it. Blah, do you think it'd be overplayed if we use the ether beat two weeks in a row? We could, because I would I, mean, I would love to talk about the Georgia Oregon game. <laughs> if we could have a few seconds. 
We need to play something else for that. But I, there's plenty of diss tracks that I can make sure we fit right here. Uh, Oregon is- traveled all. They took a neutral side game and scored three points in prime well, time. That wasn't a real neutral side game. Yeah, it was a neutral side. It was a Hey, if it was a home and home, I would have called it that. <laughs> they can we stink. talk about how pretty they look, though? Fashion used to Auburn. The Ole Miss. <laughs> Auburn. Oh, what? <laughs> That's not my phrase. I, I'm bor- oh. I borrowed that one. Oh, oh it's Fashion East to Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. It's, it's not oh. Auburn. We're not going to disrespect Auburn's program that three <laughs> I know Georgia's really good. I'm not trying to sit on Georgia. Georgia looked phenomenal, they, especially on defense. They looked like they didn't lose a step, which is crazy because they lost like 20 combined first round draft picks. But, yeah. like, Okay, this is the Bo Nix segment, and we should probably just go to Bob yeah. because I probably like Bo absolutely. Nix. And Bo Nix and Bo Kenny Dillingham, man, like Bo Nix and Kenny Dillingham, man. Yeah, so Bo is gonna be fine. Like I really think he'll be fine out there this year. It's just it's a hard thing You've been when you start that your... for four years. You're the you're the AM fan. Like you see that for what it is. Like, you know, Boa, you know, against those kind of defenses, like he's he's never been good. Like look up his splits against top fifteen teams, which he's played many of just due to the schedule yeah. we have, versus everybody else. It's like such a stark contrast. Like they're not gonna run up to anybody like that, even remotely close until the end toward the end again when they play Utah. He'll he's gonna cook out there. Like I really think he will because his athleticism and his arm strength and it's it's just different. You're in a different league. Like when you watch them playing out there, like they were getting manhandled at every single position, every, every single position. Every position. Yes. Every position. Like Ass did y'all see the one every where play. they just I'm it was so like, nervous I think it, about I think it was a rushing play. <laughs> and he uh he like hands it off. He's going wide and the Georgia running back is like running in, but the two wide receivers started like on about the five yard line and just like ran the DBs completely out of the end zone. Absolutely. Like both of them. Yes. Yeah, I just said this. <laughs> well, it was I like every, y'all, like every position. I sent y'all the tweet before the game, and we talked about this last week on the pod with Evan. We were like, Evan, Georgia has recruited these freak of nature mm-hmm. players. And, like, I sent you the six, seven <clears throat> tight end who looks mm-hmm. like he's damn LeBron. He's, he's a, a third stringer. And, and he's, he's not even the best guy. He's the third best tight end on guy. Yeah, he's the third best tight end on that roster. It's crazy. That's nasty. That's, that's why, like, at, while I was excited that A&M, like, got what Howard, like, got the best recruiting class and whatnot, like, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like whatever we got is what Bama and Georgia do every single, every single year. year. Yeah, like every year, this is the group that they put together, man. Like really, not even to be shady, but like when Texas A and M fans were like, "We got the number one class," I was like, it "So don't matter." Me, I was like, "So tell me who the class was the best class ever before this," and they're like, "Who is it?" I'm like, "It was last year's Alabama class." Exactly. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> right. Those kids are one year older now. Rampage right now, and they're gonna break the record next year. It's just the way that this stuff goes, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's the same thing. There's all this pressure right now. They go, oh, well, I hope AM wins a national championship because every number one class has won a national championship. It's been Bama and Georgia, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's been yeah. Bama is the that entire a, is time. Is that a real thing? Like every number yeah, one. Yeah, it's a real class thing. Is... Like apparently mm. the number one class, but it like it's basically been Bama at least through their except for Georgia twice. Yeah, maybe not a year one or two, but it, right. in the four years, like they while they're on campus. Because I didn't yeah, think while they're on campus. I guess Texas class that year, two thousand five. Yeah, Vince Young. Yeah, that class was 
pretty highly rated. That was 02. Yeah, that would have been 02, and that would have been the number one class back then. But I, I don't know if this dates That's a crazy back quite that far. Yeah, I don't know how far it goes Bama back. But Georgia. It, yeah. It's just basically so Bama it's like one of those really it. bullshit stats. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. a stat, but. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, whatever. Like, yeah, we're not a stats podcast. So no. Do y'all think we can glean anything from just watching that Oregon and just watching the first game of landing? Do you think that we can glean anything from what yes. Oregon's going to look like this year? I think I, uh, whoever wants to send Oregon a conference invitation should take it back. <laughs> well, you 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 saw some takes getting fired off to like this weekend was a horrible weekend for the Pac-12 because they had a yeah. few chances in some cross conference games and they got their ass whooped. I'm yeah. I'm a little scared for Oregon just because I mean you guys have seen I think we all have have teams that have fit this description where it's like you 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 don't have a bad team you just get your your shit wrecked your first week and then your season's off the rails you know you right. you get that first yeah. loss and it's like an avalanche so I'm but hopeful Oregon lost a lot they lost a coach one mm-hmm. then they lost like one of the best defensive end pro- projects that I've seen in a while and I feel mm-hmm. like in college more so than every other sport having like an insane defense alignment is such a cheat code it is like it and is. When you've got that, it changes so much of the game plan. So I think that's one thing that's hard for Oregon because you can't just replicate that. Like now you have to get three or four guys to put the same production that one guy was having. So I just, I think it's going to be hard for them. They also have the issue of Utah's going to be fine. Utah lost, but shit, you were at the swamp. Yeah, that's a rough ass environment. AR, well, he changed his name. Can we stay on that game? Uh, and Pablo, first of all, I definitely want to get you to say at least a couple of things about LSU. We talked about them while you were having difficulty. Yeah, so I figured I was going to that now. in and just had the most very random moment. But, yeah, I know that y'all pretty much touched on everything. Um, but it's always fuck Brian Kelly over here. So I can't say <laughs> that, man. <laughs> Absolutely can't say that, man. We didn't even um, mention that uh, a reporter uh, at the press conference today. Uh, today is Tuesday, by the way. Uh, before at the press conference, he was chat joking about them in his very jokey Brian Kelly way. That's not really ever it's comes not a off joke. As joke at all. Like <laughs> no, exactly. it comes off as serious as fuck. He was joking Dude. about them being late, and one of the reporters yelled, "Well, we'd be on time if you won." And of mm. course, not taking it in a stride, the first thing he said is, "Well, I don't think it has anything to do with winning." Like you, you're, it's a joke, you idiot. He like, was mad. Right. <laughs> he was very mad. They like, like yeah, yeah, I I talk to me as an adult. There's one thing as an adult to another adult. There's certain things you just aren't going to tell me. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, if I'm a little bit late, okay, keep going with your speech. Like, damn. Yeah. Been yeah. Out doing so. You didn't have a perfect day at work on Saturday, so you want <laughs> hey. me to have a perfect day at work today? Like, what, what it must have been like? It must have been whiplash for those for those reporters to go from Ed Orgeron to Brian Kelly. Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. just the entire vibe of what the conversations <laughs> were and whatnot. <laughs> you know, like, like you – it must be like you basically went from like your weird uncle. Now you got a substitute teacher in the yeah. classroom trying to crack stuff into shape. Right? Like it, it's a oh, that I, is I, a I perfect for those analogy. Reporters. Well, I like I mean, that. they have the same accent, so it's really the same. If you were to think about it, Brian <laughs> Kelly and Coach Oak oh, have the exact late. same accent. Well, and like I know we joke about it a lot, but like the SEC like media apparatus really is its own like self-contained universe. And he he's coming from a position, you know, at Notre Dame where. You know he's God essentially. Full control, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So, so now people are going to be able to the like... eight ball on the media side. So it's like, yeah. yeah, he came in immediately, massive target for everybody that's here culture wise to just make fun of. Yeah, and he's not doing himself. A, he hasn't done himself a single favor since he took not that job. All. You and want I do love that the Go only ahead, guy he brought 
that he brought with him was the special teams coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I did why not know that. Week one. Yeah, that's I did not know that. From yes. his staff. That's and, I, and, I lo- and I love that guy. Brian Polian, he's a big part of the reason that A&M beat Alabama back in 2012 because he called a really great play where like, the, it, we basically made them jump off sides in that end of the game. So I've always been a big Brian Polian fan. The year after that, he went to he went to the University of Nevada as the head coach or something like that. But man, that dude had a bad night. Bad night. Mm-hmm. That's that because it's like you know when you're when you're watching a game, and you know you've got what what amounted to three or four different special teams mistakes. It's like none of those were really like schematic issues where you just put a guy yeah. in the wrong spot. Yeah. Like at some point, the players have to do what they do, but it's still fun to clown yeah. on him for it. Oh yeah. And I feel sorry for those guards who gave up that field goal block because I told you all the story about what happened to me, and now that's on their field. God bless you, brothers. <laughs> that's how you're in trouble. You said. Once you get that on your field, uh, you know, what can you do about it? Sunday was not fun for them. I'm sure the special teams. Saw, uh, we always did special teams on Sundays, and most teams do. So that had to be awful watching that as a team because it's like you got neighbors back there dropping shit. Now, you, now you're filming. You're not blocking. <laughs> I saw a tweet from that night. It was an LSU fan that went, you know, kind of viral. But it was like, watch the watch the lineman over here blocking. My man did not move a single ankle. <laughs> yep. Yikes! He didn't. It's rough. It's like, I, he didn't even move, man. It was crazy. I want to say that I had a realization when I was watching Florida. Obviously, I said on this podcast, I expected Utah to go in there and beat the shit out of them. And Utah played well. It's not that Utah played badly. But one, Florida might have found a quarterback, but they had this quarterback, mm-hmm. but that quarterback was stuck under the thumb of Dan Mullen. And if you right. watch the game, what Richardson was doing, a lot of it was not the play call. It was like the play breaks down. Oh, it was just takes, right. And then he just Go goes crazy. Off. And you could you you could literally see the shackles coming off of the offense because Dan Mullen is such like a this is my play. This is the scheme. Yeah. You run this exact route, you do do this exact read, do this in the exact order, and you can tell that having that freedom to just go out and play football looks great on that quarterback and made him look like a star. And obviously, the kid is probably better now than he was when Mullen had him, but not by right. much. Mullen, Mullen just stinks. That was my yeah. big takeaway from the game is, wow, Mullen absolutely stinks. And, and good on Florida because they got a great win. Well, and that's is very surprising because you look back at Dan Mullen's track record and he's developed mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yep. – like, Cam, Tebow, Chris Leak, all those like Trask. the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach when those guys were coming through. Yeah, yep. Trask, D- yep. Dak Prescott, what he got out of Nick Fitzgerald. Like mm-hmm. he, he had a nice, nice run. I mean, Brian Johnson at his time at Utah, like he's mm-hmm. he had a nice run of quarterbacks. So it was very surprising because last year you could see that potential with Richardson because he had yep. a few plays when he come in. You know, I remember the yep. first game he came in, he ripped off like that seventy yards on Reed touchdown, and it's like. Thank God he didn't play that guy all year, you know. And, they, <laughs> <laughs> and now the guy, now the guy he was playing is starting at Arizona State of all places. So you know, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So before we get into our next little segment, I'm going to run through some quick games and quick just thoughts that I have. Well, you at least got to get to Virginia Tech because they, they got some to coming their way. Do they though? Do we care about Virginia Tech post my yes. pick? Yeah, they Old Dominion. Is that right? We ca- yes. I think we care. They, I think we care because they lost to Old Dominion. Yes, we don't care. So, if they were on, Old Dominion. Don't slander like, Old Dominion, brothers. The story I told y'all about the field goal happened against them my first year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so look, it's, it's a struggle out there. I respect them guys. They're different out there. Um, but yes, Virginia Tech, we're sorry. All 18 of your fans in your Michael Vick jerseys and Marcus Vick jerseys, we apologize for y'all. Um, 
USC looked great with all these new players that I don't know where they came from. This Caleb Williams guy. Great. Their they defense did, yeah. scored like three times. Yeah. So yeah. that's something to keep your eye on. We're, we're going to monitor that. I, okay. still think, I still think they're a little soft where it matters in the trenches. So that that's going to be the big kicker with them. Oh, they're going to beat up on people. Team. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. But nothing popped off. it is. It's it basically going right. to be them versus Utah. That's what it's going to come down to because I am still not a believer in Oregon whatsoever. Like, no. I, no. Okay, I let me know. backtrack because I know I come off as this massive Bo Nix defender. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not winning. He? Pablo's no, over I'm here saying, like, man, he's Oregon gonna get is going to win the national championship. Oregon no, is back. No. And the rest of <laughs> Don't us. put these words in my mouth. Don't put these words in my mouth. I'm saying he's fine to like beat up on most teams, but he's not going to win you a national championship. Like he's just not. And I, well, I don't. I don't want people or a to conference championship at this rate is- or a conference or a division. I'll go that far. It's looking like this, or a division. <laughs> it is definitely going to be USC Utah. I told absolute a lot of lies about UCLA, and I want to say the string. Why did you tell those lies though? Because string backed me up in it, and I just want to. What did I say about UCLA? I don't even they remember. Most we were talking about Oregon. Me and you were kind of like, yeah, you, UCLA's a sleeper, and you were there like, were yeah, thirty-five people at that game. There were thirty-five people at in the whole Rose Bowl. For their game, like that team is. I know they were like it was 100 degrees, and everybody in the south was like, "So, hey, okay. UCLA won 45 to 17 against Bowling Green. What? Are, like, where else? Nobody saw that game. The stadium well, was. I, I'm not. No, I'm not going to go back and watch that. It's one of the 57 viewers. Where is Bowling Green? Oh shit! Oh, you uh, know this one. I think I know this one. <laughs> you better Bowling know this Green. one. Don't you Google it? I Don't see Google it. I see you. I know this one. I think I know this one. You know this one. Come on, man. I know this one. No, I, I think I'm by oh, guess Iowa, Iowa, but Iowa. I'm wrong. It's close. That's you were going to say Iowa. You said Duquesne was in Iowa. No, no, where'd you just say Iowa, dude? <laughs> if you put all the random whites on the schools in Iowa, you'll be right like 50% say, of the time, bro. All the whites have 50% <laughs> of the like, time. Two institutions of higher education in the entire state of Iowa. Uh, Bowling Green, that's in Kentucky? Is it Kentucky? I was, I was not going to get that. Is it Ohio? It's Ohio. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I thank God. Please don't let all of us be wrong. It's in, <laughs> it's, okay, it's Bowling Green is a, it's but Bowling Green is a city in Kentucky. So, you know, yeah. there's something so you're technically there. right. <laughs> um other game, Arkansas Cincinnati, which again I told Evan right before in our chat, I was telling him about like, hey up. y'all Cincinnati. It's, and it's like, no, Arkansas. That's the only bet I won. That's the only bet I won all day. So that was a fun game, closer than everybody mm-hmm. thought. Arkansas Did y'all see that Arky, the Arky account posted the meme of Keba from the office dropping the chili after they won yes. the game? Yeah. <laughs> They've got a good social media team. No, was, what's going to be interesting to watch about Arkansas is that J- is, uh, Jalen Catalan got dinged up. And so I think he's going to be out for a little while during the season. So that'll be something interesting yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, Arky, Arkansas definitely cooked us when they beat us. I was really upset about their Twitter account. Um, I'm not used so, to Arkansas being good like consistently. I just forget so, that they exist a lot. So the, the last Christian year, nasty. last year they got they got a lot of springboard, you know, by beating Texas, who ended up actually being bad. Yep. But then like <laughs> Arkansas, I mean, not, no, not as a joke, but like they got a lot of they got a lot of hype from that initially. They but then obviously that kind of faded through the year, and so they didn't really. I mean, <laughs> I guess Sam Pittman turned it around relatively well, but like 
I don't know, man. I ain't buying into the Arkansas hype. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hell of a so, coach. Absolutely he, hell of a coach. So so he so here's my thing with Arkansas. I think that it gets difficult for us to get difficult for us to gauge how good Arkansas is just because they've been so shit for the past ten years. And so like wow, anything that they do, do well. That. Yeah, Chad Morris will do that. Like <laughs> Brett Speaking first did that. Damn, brother. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know? And Speaking so, of a Bo Nix offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, Chad <laughs> yeah. Morris. You know, I, I will say the other thing, though, like, I, I think that uh, Pittman did a good job of hiring coordinators. Now, you know, yeah. I think that you can, you know, Evan to be uniquely qualified to talk about the what it's like to play against the Bryles offense and stuff and what, like, what's the plan to beat that kind of a thing. I think that Barry Odom's a pretty decent coach. The I think last system. year, you know, I think last year they got a lot of, they got a lot of help out of the transfer portal last year. And they seem like they did a good job this year, too, with Drew Sanders and that wide receiver they got from God, Oklahoma and stuff like that. So bad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not selling on Arkansas, but I want to see a little bit more from them. Same. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm the same way. I think they've like, got potential. They've got what potential if, to be. What if they pick but off Spencer Rattler next it. week? What if they pick off Spencer Rattler next week four times? So, before I mean, you see that, Spencer Rattler that South good, Carolina. man. Not not Spencer's cooked. Spencer is Did y'all watch South Carolina? Because again, Are they that bad? I didn't watch them. I am deep in my gambling bag. They do not have anybody to block for that man. He is out there yeah. fighting for his life. Oh, he about yeah. to be in hell next week, dude. So that game, that score looks <laughs> one way, but trust me, watching it, they were in hell and about to lose that game before the floodgates just happened to open. Right. Yikes. So yeah, learning, I, leading into our next segment, which is one, something that I am so interceptions. excited about. Yeah, wow. it was, I'm telling you. That Didn't he have like the good. lowest QBR in all of the well, SEC? I don't. I don't understand what QBR works, but I know that 28.6 isn't good. Not wait, good. wait, wait, wait. You tell me Spencer Rattler had Hold on a second. QBR? 28.6. No, get this. Georgia State's quarterback went 7 for 29 for 111 yards with one touchdown, one interception. His QBR was higher than Spencer Rattler. <laughs> That's nasty. What was that oh box God. score? Because it was, was so- really close. Like it was thirty five. Well, let me see what the box score says. So That's it was thirty five. Um, I mean, basically, Georgia State put up three hundred and eleven yards. South Carolina two twenty seven plus seventy nine. So they were they about the same yardage right there. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to give pretty- you. I'll I'll provide some some decent context from the first hand. So Finley had two picks against Mercer. T.J. Finley, he threw two yeah. interceptions. Hey, interceptions and his good QBR. To start the game. His QBR was forty three point four. <laughs> Holy shit! That, <laughs> that was crazy. With two picks, <laughs> he spent twenty. He was twenty three at thirty seven for two twenty seven with one touchdown and two interceptions. Brother, I don't understand. Sad. I don't. I don't understand QBR. That, that doesn't I don't sound as bad. Math on that, like that, that doesn't make any sense. Just watch that game. It all makes sense. Trust me. Yeah, it was not good. Um, either That's way. Nasty. Well, leaning into our new segment, we kind of talked about it. We literally joked about it, and then we're like, hey, that sounds like actually a good segment. (laughs) So we are going to present Strings Big Brain Shit, which is literally coaches (laughs) thinking way too much and completely fucking up. So Strings, take it away. So I got got two things, and oddly enough, um, they're both from the winning team against Florida State, LSU, and y'all can speak to this a little bit more. So, so jump in here as you, as you see fit. We kind of talked about one. One was the toss play. I don't understand that. I don't. I don't understand that whatsoever. Like, I, I don't get why you like. Why do you do that on the goal line? Why do you get cued at that point? I don't think that they'd run a toss play all damn night. Like, I, you just nope. just let. 
Jordan Travis run around in the backfield. If he sees a hole, then take off and run. Like, just I don't understand why you do that, why you get cute down there. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that late timeout, which ended up working in their favor. It was perfectly fine. But, like, if it – why do you stop the clock when it, there's, like, one second left? Like, what are you, what are you doing? So – and I, I, like, I, I, you're trying to play like 734D chess by like thinking 10 steps ahead when it's just a simple fucking game. Just let the clock run out. <laughs> the toss, as a toss defender, I love the toss play. I think it's one of the greatest plays that is not ran enough. In this play. situation, however, <laughs> not the right situation. Like the like common wild, sense thing is like. We don't do anything that's going to put the ball wildly in the air. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just, just don't put the ball wildly in the air. Yeah. Um, like, even a option would have been a better play if you wanted to go that. But even that, I wouldn't have done it. It's like even being in a shotgun on the goal yeah. line is nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like, what are you thinking here? And then it was third down. I do, yeah. have, a, I do have a take on that. And especially since we're in the, the famous segment, Big Brain Shit. Who patented the short tosses on the goal line? LSU, right? Exactly. So I think Norvell yeah. is trying to just dagger LSU with their own shit. If that was his thought process, it's like Norvell, a big brain, baby. I'm on board with that. It's a big brain stuff right there. Big brain. You need to chill out. <laughs> and then yeah. the timeout, which, again, that ruling wasn't exactly explained too great. Yeah, I, don't, I left that. But then they said it was Big 12 rest. So I was like, whatever, it's coming out. This is going to be some damn yeah, fools either way. You're just lucky to come out of there alive. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you'd be glad you got the ball. They didn't just get a ball to the other team. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's just like. Your defenses want to create chaos because it's just so yeah. hard from picking up schemes, blocking-wise, et cetera, et cetera. So you kind of have that on your side. But now you've given this away, and you've also – I don't know if anybody knows it, but, like, they were the first one to get in their defensive formation. Like, they were literally yeah. the first one on the field. So mm-hmm. it's like not only did you call a timeout after you were completely yeah. set in your formation. <laughs> just loaf over there. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is this? So, again, I, I was ranting because I was like, this is the stupidest call ever, and this is going to blow, you know, up. And then – or behold, they still win the game, so Norvell's, you know, fine. But mm-hmm. Norvell is yeah. an issue, brothers, no matter how that he, game goes. Thanks. I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't and, – and so, like, I don't know if this is big brain shit for LSU, but, like, I still think that – I think Kelly's going to be fine. Like, it's just difficult to mess up LSU. It's difficult to mess that job up. He'll but at the same time, like, especially when you were looking at this and you're juxtaposing a dude – who's at Florida right now, who came from LSU, who, who was a coach for Nick Saban, you know, so you got that connection right there too. I, I wonder, and Scott Woodard at that point in time, he, he fired, you know, fired whatever, fired Ed O. He needed a name because that's what Scott, Scott Woodard does. The best thing he does is spend other people's money. Like, <laughs> I wonder if that's going to end oh. up being some big brain shit too. It's hiring Kelly whenever, whenever, uh, whenever what's his name was right there. Yeah, whenever think- Napier was right there. I think we have a candidate already this early in the year for the worst hire of the offseason. Um, and I think that that hire is unfortunately Derek Mason because that Oklahoma State defense looks absolutely Ooh. awful. 44 <laughs> points to Central Michigan <laughs> in a game where they were supposed to get it back in blood. It was a home, it was a home and also home for Oklahoma State, and they were in hell both times. 
I mean, I really hate to speak from a place of personal pain so much. Well, again, again. Derek fucking Mason, y'all. I mean, what's going on? Night is shit on Pablo's team, basically, one way, shape, or form. It's just too many connections. Talked about talked about Bonix, talked about Dillingham, talked like all these dudes come from Oliver. Well, and I know we, I know we joke about Spencer Sanders being Huff because I think he is. Like he thrived last year because his defense was giving up fourteen points a game. Yep, He's right. not going to be able to cook if they need him to go win a game. I'll tell he, you, it won't surprise me if somebody hangs 60 on Oklahoma State with the way that defense <laughs> looks. God <laughs> will let it be Texas. I'm like, yes, then, please. I would love that. that. I would love to see you guys beat the like, shit out of Mike Gundy. Like Texas Tech come in there slinging the ball around like that. Like they might throw for 600 yards. I would love to see it. I would love to see I it. mean, look at the look at the splits last year when we played past yeah. heavy teams. Like even Penn State that was bad, relatively speaking, offensive wise. Like Clifford went off, dude. He was like 32 for 35, four touchdowns. You oh, obviously God. you know the what happened in the Mississippi State and game. Clifford's not even good. Right. So it's like anybody which it, this weekend. it makes no sense that like everybody goes off except the Heisman winner. <laughs> Naturally. But no, I mean look at some of those splits from like what Derek Mason's defense allows in the passing game. It's nasty. Like that soft zone, so many third down conversions, so many easy completions. It's it's nasty. So going into our next little part that we wanted to talk about, it's like the mini Texas episode. So you know, We're just this, is a big, up. This, this is a big week. Oh, so, you know, whatever y'all want to say, go ahead and get it off your chest. I hate that we didn't have like the full Texas episode, but Evan, just tell us your, we'll start with you and then go to String because I know String is dying to share us his, <laughs> his thoughts about Texas. Just objective well, views. I kind of, I, I don't even know if I have a lot of bars to get off as much as I want to pick your brain. Like, like you guys aren't going to win the game. All right. We, Evan, no we one's going to no one's going to win that game against them. What are you like truly considering? Like, like, what are you, what's going to cause you to not be sad? Like what has Did to happen? You want to go you first? To you want me to go first? Uh, <laughs> I was going to give the great people of America and the great gentlemen of this podcast, eight games to watch as opposed to watching Texas Bama, because I don't really want you to watch it. If you want me to talk about Texas Bama. Uh, I would say if we lost by 10 in a semi-competitive game that sometimes Bama was up by 20 and we fought back, we lost by 10. I'd be fine with it. You're not going to be able to tell me much if that happens. Um, if we covered, I'll be kind of happy. Um, I I would. I don't think that we're going to win the game. However, I do think there's a chance we're going to win the game. So, like, I'm going to go into hoping we win the game, obviously. But, I mean, a- after seeing what Oregon looked like against against uh, <laughs> Georgia, I just don't want to get Oregon, bro. Just don't yeah. lose 49-3. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, it's like somebody <laughs> said earlier, like, you you go you got you got eleven more games to go, but the fan base is just like uh, we're already injured. Like it's already like oh mm-hmm. shit, how are we gonna get through the rest of these games? Because my my yeah. faith in my team is already completely shattered because yeah. somebody just did did bad touch on us for somebody black somebody black. <laughs> well, and like <laughs> the the thing is like if if you're an unranked team and you got the number one team in the nation coming to your house, uh, maybe you've had an underperforming season this season or the season before. Shouldn't be hard to beat them, especially if they got a Heisman candidate at quarterback. You know, I don't think that that's unheard of. Surely Thank teams have done me. that before. Really hey, if Auburn's third string quarterback could beat could beat Bama, then I think there's at least a chance that we. Can <laughs> yeah, beat let's Bama. get into that's the good. Saying. Let's get into the good connections. <laughs> <laughs> I just so speaking I just, of teams, Bo Nix has beaten Bama. So how about that? Came into Auburn. 
highly ranked. Yeah, Quinn could do it. Quinn could do it. That makes someone else. Bama. I did not know that. Someone yeah, else on a winning streak against Bama. Uh, Dave Aranda beat Bama the last time he played him. There you go. No, I'm sure. Baylor. No, he was at LSU exactly. when it happened. Exactly, a real <laughs> program. Um, this is the first game. <laughs> right after y'all we know we all fo- out of LSU. <laughs> <laughs> we we all follow each other, so y'all know how we tweet and me and Teach we laugh and have like a good time with everybody. But like, this is the first time that like and I told y'all like there's never been a Texas game in my life where I was like, we may not win this game. This one, I am very much like, hey, we ain't winning this game. Like, I don't want people to watch. I don't like the fact that people are going to be watching. There's nothing else on at 11 Central. So everyone's going to be watching Spending time us. with your families. Yes. That's a, it's, a, it's a weekend full of NFL. There are some great college matchups. You should spend that time with your families, with the girlfriends, your wives, and, you know, go have some fun. And then come back to your TV around 2 Central and be like, oh, Texas lost. And then just go through the rest of your go day. Go to the that's next game. There's more yeah, games just, after just that. keep it pushing. Um, can I share a moment of weakness with you guys? I told I told you guys before we started recording that I canceled my trip to Utah this week. Um, yeah. I just didn't want to go, so I canceled it. Um, <laughs> part of the reason was that I wanted to be like fully awake when Texas Bama kicked off, so I could like be in my bag because it was going <laughs> to be nine a.m. when they kicked off. It was going to be nine a.m. when they kicked off, and I'm going to be alone in a hotel room. So I'm going to be up. I'll have all my facilities, and I will be How about you. You have your phone ready to go. I'll be ready to go. You, you know the worst thing about it is somebody tweeted it and it is so freaking true. And like I get it, like me and T talk so reckless. Like I get it, but nobody else gives any Texas fan shit but us. Like there's a thousand Texas fans on the timeline and literally nobody says shit to them. Well, because you're the only ones that are normal people outside of Twitter. Yeah, yeah the rest of them are some sickos. The rest of them kind of sickos. Like, <laughs> yeah. like y'all can say some shit, draw some attention, go back and forth, and it's fun. But like. You know, these other people, like, they really mean, you know, they're saying it with their chest, and then they get mad when you push back on it. Mm-hmm. I'm That's one of my favorite thing right now, though. Me. Because I know we're losing, I'm really leaning and talking shit, like, ultra. Yeah, that's in. the way to do it. And yeah, these Alabama fans think I'm so serious, and they have been absolutely talking shit. And, that, like, it's like, bro, I know y'all are going to kick our ass, like, but it's so fun to troll them and be like, y'all have only beaten us one time in the past seven years, and those games were, like, 1905, <laughs> 1920. <laughs> 1905. Well, and, like, I, and talking shit as the underdog is one of the best things in the world because if you guys lose, they're going to send a tweet exactly. and a half your way, and they're going to move on. If you right. If you happen to – Pull it off, or even just get close. You, I'm getting you a year worth of in hell. You can it, have it, them it in hell for as long as you want. The timeline will be the worst it's ever been. I guarantee on my life that I will do everything to make the timeline <laughs> the worst thing humanly possible. <laughs> now, like last summer, whatever, last summer, the summer before, whenever Jimbo was talking about how he was going to be Bamish, and part of me is just like, God damn it, Jimbo, just shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth, dude. Just just be quiet for two seconds. And then, like, I wish I was built like y'all that like, I went into that Bama game last year, and I have never <laughs> – there's always been a kernel of hope for me in any game, right? Before that Bama game, I'm like, I cannot see any plausible scenario that we <laughs> even come close. You had no faith in Gonzaga. No, it had nothing to do with Bama. It had everything to do with I have no faith in this team right now. Like, zero <laughs> whatsoever. I am so <laughs> down on that damn team. And so... You know, and then the, you're kind of giving that, me hope right now. I just want to. No, no I, will say, I will say that oh, here, last season. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were going. Go ahead. No, no, you, you, you go ahead, man. I was going to say last season, the only 
The only Bama game I bet on all year last year was the A&M game. <laughs> and I bet Bama to cover the spread. <laughs> yeah. We were 17 and a half That's the only point one dogs, I, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And like, only you know, but like, so, so here's my, we were talking about big brain shit earlier. One of the things that we talked about, big brain shit and also don't ever let go of the ball at that point. It reminded me of the, the, the inside little, like little shovel play that they ran with what's his name Gary Gilbert that got picked off by Bama and turned back the other way in that oh championship game that was big, that was big oh, brain shit right one there one of the worst moments Man, of my this, life I'm, I'm trying I'm gonna try I'm probably gonna be more positive than, than y'all think if this was next year I think it'd be a different story completely if this was even game seven I think it might be a different story the thing that concerned me about this weekend so like I was reflecting on the two times in the past 10 fucking years that we've beaten Bama, like all the weird stuff that has happened in order to make that happen. Like we yeah. had multiple turnovers, both games. We had our offensive line played like balls to the wall elite in both games. Um, our quarterbacks played, you know, out of their mind in both games. And like the main thing was that our coaches, like our coaches kicked ass. People don't remember that 2012 game. They think about Johnny and that's it. But like, Cliff Kingsbury had them doing running the fumble ruski. He had them doing like Emery and Henry, where you put the tackles <laughs> yeah. out wide and put the wide receivers. He had them like off balance the entire way. And even still in that game, Bama came back and they were going to win that game until like Johnny just pulled out some magic Johnny shit and we picked up a ball, picked up a ball in the end zone, right? So like all that shit's got to happen. The thing that would concern me is like I think in order to be Bama, you also got to have elite quarterback play, and I think that Quinn could get there someday. The thing that concerns me after watching this weekend was that like his stat line for this weekend wasn't bad, but after those first couple of passes, you saw the Sark was like, "All right, homie, I'm just getting the best some swing yeah. passes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give you some easy passes to the tight end. All I need you to do is take three steps back and throw it five yards this way, and that guy will do the rest." But okay, so like. like that's what that's the only so I think that Sark is capable of scheming up a couple things like that throughout the game. Right. But I just I mean the way Bama goes the last year. Yeah, we jumped out to a twenty eight to fourteen lead against Bama and that like the Bama Boa constrictor, they just choke you the fuck out, right? Yep. And without yeah, like they without Thank A chain so last year. You know, without A chain last year running that ball back, I want to say in the third quarter last year, we had like five total yards or something like that. Like, yeah. Calzada was, like, one of seven for five yards, and we had zero rushing yards. Like, Bama just chokes you out, man. And right now, I don't think that Texas has the capacity to survive getting choked out right now. No, yeah. I don't think so. And, either. you know, everybody says, like, and I get it because it's true. Texas is always used like, oh, we're young. We're young. We have young talent. But, like, before it was we were young, but it wasn't really the talent out there. Like, nobody right. jumped off to the point where you were like, oh, shit, this kid's got potential. Like watching that game and seeing Banks and some of those young guys, and even seeing like some of our young defensive ends step up, and seeing Quinn. Like I think I honestly God I think Quinn is by far one of the best quarterbacks that we've had in the past few years. Just as you can see, like just from a tool standpoint, like Swoops couldn't fucking throw. He was just fucking right. big. Mm-hmm. Like he was even Huge. slow. Like he was slow as hell. He was just big. You know, Shane had some intangibles, but you still didn't see everything. He was still, you know, small, didn't have that strong of an arm. He was accurate, but it wasn't anything like that. Sam, he had this urban legend that they had everybody excited. But, like, you can see it. Yeah, you can see with Quinn, like, he actually <laughs> can throw. He has a cannon. He can have the yeah. touch. But, like String said, 
I think Sark was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to let him just come out and cook and whatever. And that motherfucker yeah. was so apt up on Red Bull and Mountain Dew or whatever. <laughs> bro, he was Have you seen that moment, every elite brother? play he's, ever. He's snorting lines before the game. There ain't no he, way. And he definitely tried to throw it on the first throw. And then the first one didn't get picked off through the grace of God. And he said, we running that bitch right back. Mm. Go right and all it is is he the throw was good, though. I arm. saw it. He has yeah. confidence in his arm. And the yeah. scary thing with that is, yes, like some plays, the play he had with Sanders where he fed it in there, amazing mm. play. But it's also going to get – you're scrambling to the damn sideline. So first off, yeah. you need to think, hey, shit's congested. You see three people. And you still yeah. try to fit it in there, like bro. He's playing it like it's high school. He's playing it like it's high school still. No, he he's is. playing it like he it's is. high school. Not everybody, like yep. everybody's like he can get away. Buddy, with everybody that. at this level is just like you're playing fucking ULM, and everybody at that level is probably as good. Like now you're playing against Bama. Like mm. now you're playing against dudes who are just as good as you or better. And that's I something he's got to learn to figure out how to operate within the scheme. That throw with be... Sanders, don't. I said I literally tweeted after that. I said don't, don't do make that shit Saturday. I said don't do it because that's a pit. You got to remember that he's the the speed, like the actual physical speed of the game is going to be at a level that he's never seen in high school in practice. He's never seen game speeds like this. And so you have to make that adjustment. And if you come out trying to go deep early and don't have a guy open, he will look yeah. open to you when you throw the ball. And by the time the ball gets there, you won't be open. You're being baited into it. Yeah. And I, and like, I so told here, here's the here's the only thing that concerns me. And I, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. But we're talking game two against an SEC opponent where you are going to be outmatched and your quarterback might struggle. And then in the third quarter, maybe it's I mean, it's probably not going to be as close as it was last year, but maybe Sark gets this big brain shit. Be like, oh, let's just, you know, let's shake shit up right now and puts out card out oh, there. Oh, please. And card goes three for five for 50. Hey, so let me tell you, like let me tell you why that's not happening. That can never happen. Card looks bad against ULM. That's not happening. Yeah, and the, tell me you can't see that. Tell me you can't see that. No, I can't. Tell you can't see that. String, I would agree with you. If you saw, did you watch any of us or watch all of it? No, I didn't. No. Please, when you get a chance, please go watch card. He did not look good. I, I, he left when he got put in. <laughs> Good thing God. Like, I, I, I'm just saying. I think that I don't. Everything I don't think it's issue. gonna happen. I think that there's like a five percent chance of it happening, but it's still like nobody on this podcast can sit here and guarantee me that that's not gonna happen. I don't. Sark. I'm telling and, you. And, if you and saw the, thing, the like, same gunshot quarterback that we saw that was an issue. That's like the gunshot against you. Just as gunshot. You're playing ULM in game and one. Nobody's rushing you. He had time. He just <laughs> no. I agree with saying, String, man. I agree with String. I mean, I think Sark will be able to dial up some things. So, I mean, they definitely have the weapons and they've got the arm that can get it to them. And like Bama plays like pretty aggressive, physical, yeah. you know, in the secondary. And, and they because they can against a, a freshman quarterback, they can be right. so it's like, they can early. afford to because they know they're going to get home with guys like yep. Dallas Turner or Will Anderson. So it's like you're not going to have time for them long developing routes. So yep. that's that's why Calzada was able to burn them a few times last year. And Wattemeyer, you know, he would get loose. It's like if they do the right protection and, you know, you catch their stunt, like, Bama runs a lot of, like, NFL-type looks. Like, they're going to leave an area of the field open, yep. scheming you into not throwing into that area. You know what I mean? So, it's like, they're trying to – they'll leave a whole side of the field open knowing that they're going to put so much pressure, you can't get it there. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you're overloading how you're playing the defense. So, it's like, I think you'll be able to dial up some things. It'll be interesting to see. I mean – but yeah, they're going to be overmatched, and y'all are going to get cooked. But <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think if Sark is smart, 
there's going to be a COVID outbreak in the locker room this week. Bijan's going to be out. Quinn's going to be out. Worthy might be out. And Banks is out. I think they're going to be out for the week. Uh, it's yeah, just going to be hard out there with the <laughs> Card and some bubble gum. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> but the one, so like super serious, I think like some of the points y'all brought up and we talked about it and I've talked about like playing sports and playing like, you know, your regular FCS school. Then you mm-hmm. can play an FBS school. You're like, holy shit, everything's fast. And granted, so those guys are a thousand right. times better athletes than I was, but it's still like, it is so fast, and when you're so young, it's like the stuff that you don't even realize you should pick up that doesn't hit you till like year two and three. Yep. Like it's just, you just don't get prepared for that. Mm-hmm. The one thing I want to see is just I really want to see how we respond to adversity because adversity is at the fucking front door. Like, I don't know if there's any other way. You know that <laughs> that meme where like Big Bird kicks down the door, he's standing there, he's looking out. Adversity. That is adversity. No, and it'll like, be it'll be interesting to see. Like, I mean, you guys have said like part of the thing that you guys have said is that the Kansas game really last year doesn't really matter because that team was tapped out. Like, what is it going to happen? Is that team going to tap out early? Yep. You yep. know, if you That's go down, if thing. you go down, or like maybe no need if you go down. If like you get the ball. Because you know, if they win the toss, I think Sark's going to take the ball first because that's the smart fucking thing to do. To. You know, get you know, get the guy out there. But if they go out there and they immediately go three yards and negative two, three plays and negative two yards, what? Oh, what's in I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to be talking so spicy. You know I'm mute. I'm mute. Evan, the game. I'm mute again. <laughs> yeah. you know, what, what's going to? Uh, like, that's what. And I think that the. I think you'll learn a lot about the team one way or the other. And honestly, like right. You know, it, 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 what I, I don't, again, I don't really see a pathway for Texas to win just because I don't think that they have the talent, right? Or the experienced talent to do so. Um, but who the hell knows, man? Well, can who I tell knows? you again? I'm not here to tell like all these war stories, but it is so deflating when something happens early. I'll never forget the first time we played Wake Forest and like they kicked out the ball and it was on kick return and like they literally took it to the house, but then there's a penalty. So I was like, oh, all right. We kicked it again. They ran it back a fucking game. It was like, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, at that point, like, you're, you're completely right, String. It's like, you're already out there and you know you're outmatched. But then when something happens to, like, confirm it, it's like, that little demon in your head is like, aha, bitch, I told you. Look at here. Will Anderson is here. And now it's yeah. like, the whole team goes into a shell. So, we'll see. Yeah. Can I give y'all I, a couple other week two games that y'all just tell me just uh, very short? Hold on, I want to I want to hear uh, score predictions for Texas. Oh, no, that's that's what we do at the end. That's, yes. that's what okay, we do. Oh, okay, okay. At the end, everybody has a prediction. Pablo, did you not read the email? Score. No. <laughs> 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 so we got. Uh, I'll, I'll start with two other uh, teams that are representing this podcast. Um, what I think is probably going to be the best game of the week in terms of competitiveness. I don't think it's going to be Texas Bama, obviously. Uh, I really like this Baylor and BYU game, and I think yeah. it's pretty. And I think it's pretty nasty that Baylor won the Big Twelve and the Sugar Bowl, only to <laughs> then go to Pro Bowl and to be underdogs by three and a half points. Plant those seeds, I brother. I think that's very nasty, and I think that Evan realized that they were not favored and realized, holy shit, <laughs> going to Pro Bowl to get stomped out in front of a whole bunch of Mormons. Damn, that makes that way flight. more sense than I just wanted to chill at home by he myself. That flight. <laughs> And I just want Evan to know that even though his game is not so late, I am going to be saving up the slander to pay you back for all the slander you've done. Oh, I'm absolutely staying up. Lose to Bama. They're not beating us, bros. They're not going to beat us. Why they, is BYU they, the number 21 team in the country? Are they like? Why is that the case? It's because they played Baylor close last year. They're getting the bump. 
That's what that's I lost a lot of players, and a lot of their guys came back because they're 35 and they have to stay there until they're 40. I will, I will say, I mean, I don't think I think Baylor <laughs> will win too, but like they they have more speed, I would say team speed, than they've had in a long time this yeah. year. Yeah, BYU, BYU has believing yeah. lies. BYU has lies. this receiver. No, BYU has a receiver, them. and he put us in hell last year by Puka Nakua. That's his Puka. name. Yeah, Puka can fly. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had us in hell last year. I don't know. I I think this game is going to be the best game of the day. I don't yeah. think that game day should have gone to Provo because what the fuck are they going to talk about for three yeah. hours? And what are they going to drink when they were done yeah, with work? Exactly. Did you see so, your fan base arguing with me about this? You guys found one dude and he writes for <laughs> Baylor Sports Illustrated. You guys put him in hell. Yes, his account one is locked dude. now. Literally, he had like he had three tweets. He had three quote tweets, and I was like, "What is this shit?" And I would quote tweet it, and like I came back later, I was like, "Oh god, he's got forty six quote tweets in like ten minutes." Well, and the thing is, like, typically, if if someone's got the heat turned up on him on on Baylor, like in Twitter, like usually it's because they're just wrong and dumb. But like people will typically come to their defense, and there wasn't a soul no, in there. There wasn't a soul like, pushing back. Like, just no, here crickets. Out. Yeah. I, I do think T's right. I do think it'll be the best game of the day. I think it's a bummer that it's not starting until 9 p.m. God's time. Um, but, you know, I think you guys will be asleep before halftime. So I'm, I'm going to take a nap. Worried about it. It. After I'll be wide right I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to make sure I wake up ready to hate on Baylor. As soon as uh, I wipe the crust off my eyes, I'll be ready for hate. I'm getting it back in blood on every program to talk trash. If you are even in a close game, I am absolutely on attack mode. Um, you know how if you go on ESPN, like you go to like the game details page, it gives you like the line, the spread, all that good stuff. Yeah. Even though BYU's favored by three and a half, it's got the matchup predictors got Baylor at fifty seven percent to win. So I think it's going to be as even of a game as you could imagine, and I'm I'm excited to watch it. I think it'll be good. Evan, that is a great tool for betting. I'm just it'll be good. I, I follow it? that. And it, yeah, it talks about all the this against the spread away everything. Great, subscribe. Okay. The full pick center analysis. All right. We oh, also have a plus account for this. Oh, we okay. also have Jimbo getting ahead of things, which was very smart move by Jimbo. And he <laughs> rained down praise on App State. We talked about App State at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Obviously, they scored about 97 <laughs> points on North Carolina. Obviously, the Aggies are better than North Carolina, and the North Carolina beat App State. So I do not expect App State to beat Texas A&M, but I do expect App State to <laughs> score, and I don't necessarily know if I expect King to score. So I'm interested in this game for sure. String, I would love to hear your thoughts on this game. I mean, this might be famous last words. I'm not overly concerned about it. I love it, String. Again, I, love I it. think it might be just because, like, I don't know. Like, I've gotten to the point. <laughs> Let me tell you, this weekend I told you I was hanging out with my cousin. I had a great weekend, whatever. So we had the rain out and whatnot. And, like, we're sitting there at a bar, and it's, like, three, like an hour when the rain out's supposed to get there. I'm like, well, fuck. And the day before, he was like, hey, we're going to go. Like, I'm going to get massages set up for us. You know, like, this is big. You know, we're just going to go do this. And so I'm like, well, the massages center for 3 o'clock. And I'm like, shit, man. Like, I'm going to miss the – am I going to miss the game? And so we're, like, going around or whatever. And then finally, like, the, the game kicks off at, like, 2.45 or 2.50. And I'm like, am I about to miss? Like, this is the first time I've ever missed a significant chunk of an A&M game watching it because I was, like, following it on my phone and the Uber and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? This is a, if I'm going to commit to my life not being about Texas A&M football, then this is a good moment to do it. So I did not watch that fourth quarter. I came back and watched the no huddle the next morning very early. You know, fine. There you go. I noticed that you weren't there. That's what I should do on Saturday. I should do book of myself. No, and, uh, so, now look at so my phone. You, know, you can FaceTime me, Tej. I'll keep you updated. 
And so, I, like, so here's the thing. I think that uh, A&M's got some issues. I think that A&M's really got to figure out that offensive line thing. I think they definitely got to figure that out right now. I'm not really worried about King. You know, honestly, here's the thing. A&M fans for the past three damn years have been asking for a quarterback to go downfield and to let wide <laughs> receivers make plays. So Mon couldn't do it. Calzada couldn't do it. And here's the thing. He was trying to get that ball downfield, and every single time he was letting Evan Stewart try to beat the guy one-on-one. And so it is easier to dial a guy back than it is to make them more make them yeah. less risk of that's why so that's good for Quinn. but he, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be fine there you know like so i think we gotta get that offensive line i think app state might be a good team to do that against because i think that they like gave up like eight yards of carry they don't play no defense exactly so in that sense like you know this might be the great way to get the offensive line tuned up i'm not worried about our defense our defense is going to be fine we might give up 10 14 points something like that i think you know, I again famous last words, whatever. I think Sam Houston State did. They were eleven and one last year, and their rosters littered up and down with te- with transfers from the state of Texas and stuff like that. So they weren't horrible. I'm, I'm not just gonna not, let you tell those lies. Sam you Houston want, State you, only had seventy guys out of an eighty-five <laughs> roster. Um, you want to talk about they have a Texas transfer? Get a pick? I'm not. He did get a pick. I'm not stressed about that. Oh gosh, that was horrible. The entire time, I'm just like, <laughs> I can see it up there. I'm like, hey. Haynes, watch the fucking safety over the top. The safety is coming. The safety is there. Like, he's like not even running. He's just jogging over there. And I'm like, Haynes, that is, brother. That like, is typical BJ God. Foster. Not running, jogging randomly. My God. You wanna, so, yeah. I will give yeah. the Aggies this compliment. You want to talk about a guy who pops off the screen. I don't even think he had a great stat line. But just watching the first two quarters of the Aggie game, I said, Evan Stewart is really him. Okay, and he just stealing my good. point because but I was gonna King say that. King wasn't I hate even finding him. <laughs> King went like they, you know, they, they were having missed hey. I was like, hey, that kid Evan Stewart, he's open every time the camera's on him, he's open down the field. Like he is going hey, to destroy yeah. people this year. He is ridiculous. And I'll tell you, like that that's one of the things. Like I was a weird it was a weird thing that we switched around we switched around some coaches during the year. So our like Damian Craig, who was the wide receivers coach, and he just kind of got put there because Jimbo wanted him on staff. Oh, he's an Auburn grad. Like, he got moved over. He got moved over to be the the to work with the quarterbacks because we all know Jimbo's that spot. And James Coley, who was came from the University of Georgia, he coached wide receivers at Georgia. He's now coaching. You can tell like the wide receivers are running better routes. We have a rotation. We had two true freshmen combined for. We had two true freshmen out there like who played really strong games. And so, I, I mean, I'm I'm. I'll, I'm gonna piss my pants when we get to Miami. Like I, I'll be worried about I that, game, especially if that, if that, especially if this offensive line isn't set yet, because we're still missing some guys and stuff like that. Like our starting center, like is it, it's got mono and it's just a mess right Miami now. Miami not gonna be able to block y'all's defensive line. I, I, right, still oh, yeah. and they, you know that. Yeah, Crystal Ball ain't that, got it right on that line yet. Yeah, that but, that is. So you know, I'm not hugely like worried saying, about this though, game. They might make a sweat, but I'm not worried about it. Like you said, though, that offensive line was – I always watch – I literally – if you see me yeah. watch any game and live tweet it, I'm normally just watching offensive line because that tell you like 100% yeah. most of the time what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They did not look good at all. What's weird about it is that, like, they, apparently pass blocking, they were perfectly fine. Run blocking, they were just ass. And I and don't was, know – I don't – but it was such simple it, stuff. Like, y'all were giving up random stunts and twists, and I'm like, eh, even in so run blocking, that, you would be able to pick some of those yeah. up just by running regular zones. Yeah, so you got so basically, um, we don't need to get too deep into this, but like you know, we got Ruben Fathery, who's a 
good start. He had a hell of a game against Will Anderson last year. Bryce Foster was, was supposed to be, yeah. Bryce Foster was supposed to be the other guy at center who was a Remington, you know, preseason Remington watch list, whatever. Layden Robinson was a guard who had a really good year last year. He was a, he's he's kind of a dude too. Um, the problem is, is that Bryce Foster was out. Layden Robinson got dinged up a little bit in the game early in the year. He kind of has he's got to work his way back in. Fathery was fine, but then everybody's brand new on the other side. And so you got, you know, Trey Zoon, who is a brand new left tackle. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's like, – so basically, you basically – in that game, you had four, four first-time starters at one point in time on the field. So, fingers crossed, like, I just want them to figure out who's, who the five's going to be and start getting them ready to play because schedule doesn't get very friendly after this game. We've got to get our shit together. Yeah. Who does Auburn and play again, this weekend? San Jose, San Jose State. State. Okay, we're not talking about that game. We're not. You is can't Nick tell Starkle about still there. Nick Starkle isn't still there. Is he been there for like no, ten damn years? He's like no. selling insurance or a real estate agent. I, I know TJ like Finley better not throw no more interceptions against San Jose State. We need to get those interceptions. Up yeah, there. and that's what that's what was unfortunate because like he really did look really sharp, and then it was like then those two plays happened like you know in the second half, and it's just like bro, what were they both on him? Doing? Were they both his fault? The the picks were his fault. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Very much so. And like, you know, this that's the thing. It's like he he didn't have any, you know, no real major pressure coming at him, you know, and like he, he did, he looked so good, like going through his reads and all that stuff, you know, initially, and it's like schematically everything looked good. But yeah, when if you're just making decisions like that, like for no reason, like bro. <laughs> and then Ashford comes in, like I don't know how much y'all watched of the game, but like Ashford came in and it's like we won that Bo Nick swap. Was good. <laughs> <laughs> he so, and and, like, and I saw him block thing. somebody. Didn't he block oh, somebody? Yeah, dude, like, I don't know if y'all yeah, saw like that. Yeah, like an insane block. It's like, tank, please on stop. Tank's long touchdown run, they did like a you know zone read, and he hands off to Tank. Tank jukes the shit out of the linebacker you know, at the second level. Yeah, tank's so and good. then Robbie, Robbie just comes screaming up beside him and just lays the safety out. It's just like barking at him as he's laid his ass out on the ground. Just screaming at him, like stomping over him. It, it right. was Everybody loves those plays, but it's like, no, you are the quarterback. Go sit your ass down. Like we right. don't have time for you to yeah, get I don't want to see. I don't want to see that too many times. To be honest with you, but no, it was. It's it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how how they do. <laughs> my Don't favorite thing is whenever. Like, yeah, you know, my favorite thing is whenever like the scheme clearly calls for like the quarterback to go out and block, or maybe like the quarterback is just feeling themselves and just has to go out and block. Yeah. But then they have like that moment right before they're about to take on the block. They're like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, what am so I doing? They, like, basically like slide <laughs> by. <laughs> And and like, oh man, that, that guy just got—he just juked me. It's fine, whatever. It's cool. I tried out there. You know? Like Georgia Tech's left guard on every screen last night. Yeah, yeah exactly. what's up with that guy? That was hey, some of the nastiest game film I've ever seen. That dude when was you got literally going decisions. half speed against when the number fourteen. Random people like, hey, this man is loafing. That's not a good sign. Bro. That's bad. <laughs> film is not going to be kind to that man. So how do y'all? How do y'all think Bo Nix feels considering last year they wouldn't really adopt much of the running into the offense because like Carson didn't want to do that. So then he lets him walk to Oregon, brings in a guy from Oregon, and then starts running the read option. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows Bunnick stinks. Um, another game that kind of has my attention is Tennessee Pitt. I am a yeah, Tennessee truther. Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling with you, you got to regret that. Good. I think Tennessee is a interesting good. one. I am not regretting that. Go watch. My quarterback Tennessee. is the truth. They're What's good. Name? Offense is good, good, man. Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is that right? Yeah, I watched yep. I watched the highlights of that one. He was he was cooking the whole time. Tennessee so. opened at minus six and a half. So I'm hoping Evan has listened to my advice and didn't has it. Didn't Evan, it. go log on now. 
embed it. All right. What, what, where's what the, are we where's at the now? game at? Where's the game it's at? at Pitt. It's at Pitt. It's at Pitt. Hmm. Pitt got a big win this weekend in the backyard brawl, which is back. That's two huge games for them to have, like, back-to-back. It really is. That's crazy. It really is. Yeah. Another game that I kind of had on the radar was the Iowa-Iowa State game because it's a mid-off after what we saw Iowa do. That game's going to end, like, they might not be in touchdowns. It's called El Asico, and we should that Iowa scored (laughs) seven points this weekend with no touchdowns. They have two safeties and a field goal this weekend. Against San, San South Dakota State, they scored seven points and no touchdowns. I want to give you a stat from this game, which is amazing. They put seven punts inside the 20. And the only uh, – if you look at teams that have punted eight times and still managed to win, there are a lot of teams tied for two wins that way. Iowa, during the era of their – of uh, what's his face? What's the guy's friends. name? Friends. Friends. They have won six games in which they have punted eight plus times. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so nasty reading like Big Ten drive summaries. I like reading into that kind of stuff, you know, like the drive by drive analysis and like the box scores and all that Dang. stuff. And it, man, it's so nasty reading drive summaries for Big Ten football. But like, I legit love football and I watch football from the morning till like late at night. But I can't, Big Ten in football is so hard to watch. Like it is, it's really not it enjoyable really at all. Like no. from any aspect, they don't even um, have fun playing it. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty. Yeah, other game is Kentucky Florida, which yeah, I'm interested to see how Florida looks after a win. I can't wait to see this because it, it would be perfectly yeah. Florida to beat Utah at I home. Have a letdown. And then yep. have a letdown uh-huh. against Kentucky. It would be perfectly Florida for that to happen. It's crazy that they get. It's like it's like Pitt though. Like that's wild. They're both at home. Massive games at home like that. Yeah, coming off some huge momentum. So the other two games. These are the last two: Texas Tech and Houston. I'm interested in that after Houston Mm -hmm. had this crazy game with UTSA. Texas Um, Tech is and Texas Tech also lost their starting quarterback Tyler Show, and now they're putting in that Donovan something guy, and he was good last year. He's the reason that they beat Mississippi yeah. State last year in the bowl. The kid's good, man. Like who, I the starter is good. The backup is good. Who, the backup who didn't get the he start finished this last year. year. Like the ba- yeah, yeah, he finished last year. I almost think that their ceiling is higher with this Donovan kid. How did, how did the other kid get Show. hurt? He got hurt. Is that what happened? He got hurt this week. Yeah, man. And so, yes. Don, like Donovan, maybe what's well, it? Uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see. Don. It'll be Donovan interesting to see uh, how head coach Joey McGuire handles a real football game. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty interested to see how that one goes because Houston's not. I mean, yeah. I know they had like a triple overtime game, but they didn't look like shit. But UTSA it, you know? is good. I mean, UTSA you know, is good. Yeah, UTSA is good. Watch next week. Yeah. No, don't say that. But Texas Tech is favored. But uh, I, I I think this is a pretty weird one because I want to see where Houston is, but I also want to see where Texas Tech is. And so I'm very excited yeah. to see kind of how these teams match up. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah. Lose, losing to Houston is fine. <laughs> That's right. Tell them. <laughs> All right. We want to do some uh, some score predictions. and get oh, Last here. game, really quick, when we get out of here. You better USC say Bambi White. No. Oh. USC Stafford. <laughs> I have been the biggest David Shaw supporter for the longest, but I think this man is absolutely on the hot seat. And I noticed, I noticed a theme with all the guys not. that you really came for from way past the time you need to. 
Stanford doesn't care about football. They love yeah, the NHL, that- and they might not even have a conference to play in in a couple of years. Why would you fire <laughs> this coach? They're not firing that man. That man. So I'm telling you, I think Dave, if he has another baby, David shows. David Shaw has checked out. As has Stanford checked out from football. Facts. They're both kind of equally mm. checked out. David Shaw agreed to turn down every NFL job offering he got, and in return, they've agreed to hire him no matter what happened, and he's working (laughs) at like 50% of his capacity right now and living the best life. The dude is living the dream. I would love that job, man. Tell me, like, like, shit, like, tell me I don't have to work. That sounds wonderful. All right, so it is score time, as Evan has stated. So who wants to start us first with predicting your team's game score? Let's just oh, start God. the earliest game of the day. Who is that? No, no. Who plays at 9 a.m.? <laughs> you son of a Somebody <laughs> plays at 9? Albert? Texas <laughs> A&M? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Teach, uh, you want to go first? Yes. I still think Texas is going to cover. Right now, the line is at 20 and a half, so I think we'll cover the 20 and a half. I'm going to go Bama 35, Texas 21. All right. So, Teach, all right, y'all, we have another pod underhooks. <laughs> and we tell Teach, and I tell Teach, don't cut a promo. Because every time you cut a promo, that fighter gets his ass kicked. Yeah, that, that's you why you cut a promo. Are you about to cut a promo? Oh, I'm cutting shit. a promo, brother. Oh, String has convinced me that all we need is like five or six bad things to go wrong for Alabama and win the game. It's the perfect recipe. <laughs> Quinn is him. He's a redshirt freshman. Johnny Manziel beat Alabama as a what string? As a redshirt freshman. Sign one. Sign two is <laughs> Alabama has only can beat I, us can one I, time. Can I, can I step in there? Can I can I step in there real no, quick and say that he was playing behind promo. two top five tackles and you have basically five dudes who ended up playing in the that, NFL within the next two years? Not how the promo works. Okay, okay, it's fine. You know, Do I need? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. A program as prestigious as they claim to be has beat us one time. Would that put fear in your heart? Is this a Vanderbilt fan talking about Texas? Vanderbilt fan talking about Texas right now. Evan, listen to me, brother. Yeah, you're convincing me. We got Quinn. We got Banks. We got the greatest running back ever. Texas, 45. We got Bama, 28. We reversed the curse <laughs> of Alabama and then yes. our dynasty to start theirs. But like All you right. say, what does the Bible say? What's in the dark comes to the light. And what did Justin Timberlake say? What goes around must come around. It's time to pay dues, bitch. Texas is beating Alabama. Let's go. All right. Almost, almost covering a reverse spread. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Incredible promo. That's oh. He damn sure losing now. That's all. It's over now. That audience, <laughs> that that is, it is over. We're losing. I like you, now. but you lie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo, you want to tell us what y'all going to do to San Jose State? Uh, to San Jose State. Let's see. I think we'll go thirty-eight, thirteen. Cover the spread. Nice, safe. String. Would you like to predict the upset? In, <laughs> that we're going to beat uh, the way that y'all talking about that we're actually going to beat App State. Uh, I'm going to go like, I'll go 38 10. We covered this, Fred. You know, right, score 40 points in the fourth quarter, brothers. You know, they got that. <laughs> hey, you know, 
you know, God, I would pray for Michigan about two point oh. A forty point quarter on Jimbo. <laughs> They're gonna run that man out of town that day. I mean, hey, it, like I said, it's a win win for me. Either we win the game and everything's great, or we lose the game, and I am done with like this life season. as I know it is over. <laughs> like I'm done being a football fan. I'm done being on Twitter. Like, it, just give me that release. Do me the fucking favor. Like, release me from you want to talk about so Richardson being released from the shackles. Release me. From from the Let me tell you, we lost to Kansas, and I'm. You, did you hear the stupid shit I just said like three minutes ago? <laughs> you can't get free. You can't get free. <laughs> well, oh, we are man. so Why glad. To have Wait, you forgot Evan. Evan's got to do Baylor. We need. To... Oh no, yeah, oh, let's get Evan. All right, cut a promo. Get in your bag, religious brother. Religious war. All right, let me take this. Take this. Take. Oh Lord, Evan, take it off. Here we go. We can't hear This is about to be some elite lies right now. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, if we wouldn't yes. be able to hear him, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> All right. Look, man. We're coming to Provo. We're going to win by 23 points. It's gonna be it's gonna be over in the first half. Woo! Defense is gonna look sharp. Our our offensive and defensive line play is gonna have them in hell. Did you see that? You probably didn't see it because no one looked at it. But their coach was basically slobbering over our team on national television two days ago. He knows we're about to put them in hell again. And for the first time in this podcast history, we're gonna have someone represented who went (laughs) two for two against BYU. Hey, this I is nasty. Wait. This is nasty now. This is Baylor has turmoil was second. good into that last part. I, I, this Baylor is has, we're on a six-game win streak right now, and it's going to be seven after this week. You heard it here first. Like whenever, whenever Ev unplugged that mic, I was I'm not tech savvy enough you know, to figure out how to do it. But my first thought was, we got to get like lose yourself by Eminem going in the background. <laughs> Ev needs to put on the hood right there. <laughs> I am definitely going to pause this whole segment and put that little segue into that, Evan. I like the promo you cut. We if you could do, do a David a Crowder hair. song, that'd be great. Just like a, <laughs> like a praise and worship song. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, follow, like, subscribe. We've had like a ton of listeners, a ton of engagement on the Twitter. Um, we also need to address. Um, what was that? Did you tweet it, Evan? What was? What was it? So many things. The, what was? Oh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, you want to when stream when we... when stream yeah, tweeted or a gussy? That was nasty. <laughs> that was nasty. I had to turn my phone off and turn it back on after I saw that. We are sorry for everybody that follows that Twitter account. It is chaos on Saturdays and it's hilarious actually. But follow us, like, subscribe. We also set up a space for half some other Texas game. Oh, my God. It's the worst wait. idea we've ever had as a podcast. I built my weekend around that. Sure. So jump in. But like <laughs> Evan said, canceled the trip to Provo. We that space and canceled that, 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 that flight immediately. That's how nasty of an idea that was, bro. <laughs> Disgusting. But we're definitely doing that. But like I said, rate, subscribe. We appreciate y'all. And look forward to a burnt orange beat two of college football. Let's go. Let's go. We not worry Let's about go. no other niggas. Hope for the best. We the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely leaving that in there. <laughs> I am not too big compared to you rappers. Easy does it, nigga. I am more easy. You trying your best to become me, nigga. She like them bottles with bubbles in it. Buy her low way another linen. 
Why would I wait when there's other women? Why would I hate we in love with winning? Oh, buy her bundles, fly her out. Bring a friend, I try her out. Ain't no worries finding out. The details as I in doubt. Easily they plays along. Hoping that I play a song. Love to fuck the trap music. Dope money just came along. Woo! 